Hello, and welcome to the Say Yes Movement Podcast with Heather and John, where we help you with your professional and personal growth, helping you say yes to all the scary stuff. Hey, Heather, how's it going? It's going good, John. It's, uh, wow, I am so excited this week, like so excited because... Okay, okay, gonna... I want to know more. I want to know more. <laughs> what are you so excited about? I'm so excited because Thursday we're going to be doing our workshop on goal setting. Of course, you know, part of the process is we share with our audience, but we do it ourselves. All the work mm. that we share with everyone, this is our own processes. This is what we do personally. And I've been doing some reflection, John. I've been doing reflection on the things that we've accomplished, on the things that I've learned. And I've been asking myself some really important questions. And I I want to share some of those questions, not give too much away for Thursday, mm. but you know, there's some really powerful questions we can ask ourselves. And one of them is the simplest one, but what are the things that brought you joy this year? What are the mm. things that brought you joy this year? And you know, what's kind of amazing is most of the things on my list, and maybe we, John, as, as you're thinking about it now, uh, they're not like financial. They're not big goals were achieved. It's not these big, big momentous occasions. It's actually the small moments in time when I was a hundred percent present for the mm. moment. Yeah. And that's what no. brought me joy. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Listen, there's uh whew, how do I even describe like I'm I'm actually I'm looking at my wall because <laughs> one of the things I've decided to do this year is I've taken my wall and I've made it my mural in terms of what my year looks like, right? And mm. you know I, I reflect back to the moment where we made our own medicine bags i don't mm, like i know oh, yes. yeah yeah i know like we even forgot about that i hung it as a reminder that you know we have the ability to create and build and make things that you know when i think about going back to your question these moments of joy you know it, it they were the moments that you know for me where i was creating and, and making things right whether it's yes. a medicine bag whether it's a podcast whether it's a webinar and i think about all the webinars that we've you know, built over this past year. And I'm like, wow, I can't believe we actually did those. Like, it's just, there were moments where it's like, I got to give back and contribute in a big way, right? Like, even though they were small things, it was still a big thing for me. So, you know, just the power, like something in the process of creation that just, yeah, it's crazy. It's, I, yeah. I love that. And and Moise, you're on. Good morning. You know, tell Moise, tell us what's your what brought you joy and and you're so right john the creative process the the way to activate your brain and searching for answers is really really powerful and when i say it's searching for answers i don't mean this the answers for life i mean your brain is already programmed to find mm -hmm. the solution you know behind me is these are sticks uh collected from Georgian Bay. I actually made that and I'm making a, a winter one or, or Christmas one right now. But as I go to the beach, I'm looking for those perfect sticks. So my brain is always on the search and, and I'm so present in the moment, standing on the beach, looking for those sticks, collecting them. And they're kind of like treasures. And then I know that I'm going to give it away. So it feels mm. really, really powerful because I'm not just creating something to make it. I'm creating something to give and show my love. So, you know, that brings me joy. And, you know, it's just a bunch of sticks, really, when yeah. you get down. But you can make something absolutely beautiful out of it. And then, of course, there's the energy that you put into something when you're going to give it away as, as a gift. And 
you know, it's it's coming to the holiday period where people are giving lots of gifts. And I'm not saying that you should be making every single one, but we've lost the art of, you know, handwritten notes. We've lost the mm -hmm. art of, you know, handwritten cards, like all of those things. So go back to the basics and you'll be amazed at how that will influence and impact someone pretty, pretty powerfully. Yeah, actually, you know, as you're saying that, you know, the, the, Ooh, that's powerful. So, you know, what's here's what's powerful. So there's two things that you talked in there that kind of set something off in my head. Number one is maybe it's time to get back to the basics and start doing some handwritten notes and send those off for Christmas. And within those notes, drop in a, a gratitude drop, right? Like just this, a little, little thank you that says, hey, this is how you've impacted me this year. So there's a, you know, if you guys need an idea in terms of what you're going to write in your, in your cards to people. And you know what? There's something magical and powerful about receiving a card. And actually on my wall, I actually have cards that I've received from people this year. And it's their gratitude drops for me. Like it was mm. such a great reminder to just, you know, yeah, express some gratitude to those people around you. And you know what? You don't have to write a million cards, maybe two, three people that really, really impacted you positively this year. Uh, the other thing was, you know, when you gift, right? Like, so I, I want to go back years ago. I was on you know, this 30 days of giving. I, I used to run these challenges where you would go out and just give for 30 days, whether it was the person behind you or whether it was somebody on, like, just give something, something that was on you, you needed to give, whether it was money, time, uh, it just varied. Whatever you wanted to give, you gave for 30 days and you just kept track of it. And I remember there's the one moment where, um, you know, I was on my final day of giving and I'm like, okay, I'm going to give something big, right? Like, and, and I'm searching my pockets. I'm like, what do I have? You know, for whatever reason, that particular day, I had a $50 note. And uh, I was coming out of the subway and there was this gentleman, you know, there was people outside the subway asking for money. And uh, he goes, sir, you know, can you help me? I said, okay, sure. So I take this, I take this $50 bill, I drop it in his in his, I think it was like a tin cup or something that he had in front of him. And I dropped this $50 bill and I'm like, and I just walked off and he like, he grabs me and he goes, um, uh, are you sure? Like, you know, this is the right, I'm like, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. It's all good. <laughs> he goes, you just made my day. I said, okay. You know, and as I'm walking away, I'm, I'm getting like, you know, we talked about this feeling of joy. Right. And I was feeling for some reason, angry and upset. And I'm like, oh, what's this guy going to do with the money? Is he going to buy booze? Like, you know, I, I, you know, I was processing all these things and, you know, I finally hit this, I, I, I hit this intersection and I'm like, it's gone. You got to let go. Right. And, you know, when it comes to gifting, right, when you really gift somebody something, you're letting go of it yourself. Mm. And I walked away in that moment saying, wow, like, you know, he gave me the best gift to realize, you know, I was holding on to things that really I shouldn't be holding on to. Isn't and that the truth? You know, I, we give things with the expectation of influencing someone else in a way that might be for our own benefit. And so, you know, check in on your own self of what's the reason that you're giving that gift and it, and if you're truly giving it away, what is the gift that you're giving yourself, not expecting anything from anyone else? So yeah. I love that share, John, because it's 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 that time of year where where there's so many people that need some help. And you know, 
this weekend there was a toy drive at Walmart. Okay, I'm shopping at Walmart. There's lots of toys at Walmart. It's super easy. But you know, when is it not easy? And you know, I I always have some extra mittens or some um, socks in my car because there's always you know, we live in Toronto, so there's mm-hmm. people that might need those. So, you know, I can give things that will keep people warm. And the gift of warmth is is really important. It's yeah. interesting that we go down this path of gifting. And I think that leads to another question that's a really good reflection question, which is, what did you learn about yourself this year? Mm-hmm. What when you when you really got in touch with your heart and your brain and how, you know, the things that are holding you back, what did you learn about yourself? And this is a a question that, you know, there's no failures. So I'm not talking about failures. I'm talking about lessons learned, things that you wish that you would have known beforehand, but now you know you can do even better because that's going to take you into 2024 even more powerfully. So, you know, I've got oh so many lessons learned. It's hard <laughs> to even formulate them. But John, do you have any that sort of yeah. jump out at you right away? Yeah, no, <laughs> you know, I was thinking about this this past weekend because um, I'm going through the reflection process and, you know, the reflection process can take five minutes or it can take a week. Actually, I think I'm about, about a week and a half into my reflection process of like just reflecting on this past year. And, uh, you know, as I step into it, I want to come back to you. So prepare yourself. Um, you know, for me, what I learned is I can adapt right? Like I can adapt to anything. And, you know, you and I, we've had conversations in terms of different things that I've done this year. And I realized I could step into anything and adapt, right? Like there's nothing that's really off limits for me. Just throw me in a situation, I'll figure it out, right? Like, you know, we talk about letting go of the how, and you don't always need to know the how. You just need to have a desire to want to grow and to really get into something new and different. And, you know, I think one of my superpowers this year has been just adapting, adaptability and just whatever is in front of me, I just learn it and I just go with it, right? Like, and Mm. if I shared with some of you, and maybe this is, you know, this is what I'll share in the workshop, you know, in terms of what I've stepped into this year, I think you'd be like, wow, really? You did that? Like how? (laughs) So you don't always need to know the how. So Heather, what about you? What what did you step into this year? I stepped into being open to learning from unconventional ways. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the, in our era, John, you went to school, you, you know, you got your diploma, your degree, and, and then that's how you learned. And, and actually, you know, what I've learned now that I've got many years ahead and I've done the traditional learning and I've done the non-traditional learning is that actually just be open and curious to learning all the time, no matter who the teacher is. And, you know, I mean, YouTube is a fantastic teacher, but I follow all kinds of influencers that teach me how to use Canva, that teach me how to mm-hmm. use PowerPoint, that, that teach me how to use new technology like Notion and AI. And, you know, it's it's actually been pretty exciting from an AI perspective. And I'm hearing people actually be pretty scared of AI technology or, you know, overwhelmed. And really, if you just take it in bite-sized pieces and try different things and then share what you've learned, you know, John, me and you are always like, oh, look what I just learned on ChatGPT. Look what I just did over here. Uh, it's pretty amazing what's going to happen in the in the future. And just don't be overwhelmed by it. Just mm. acknowledge it and take it in. So, you know, when I think about some of my technology skills from a year ago and then what technology has happened, I don't think I've stayed on top of it. I think I've stayed with it. And, yeah. you know, just just 
keeping up uh, and, and using my brain and thinking of these use cases that don't even exist today. And that gets me pretty excited. So I have spent a lot of time um, elevating my skills and, and it doesn't matter where we are in our career, in our life, in our age, elevating our skills right, right to the end, I think is really important. And when I say the end, I mean, you know, we're learning, we're using our brain every single day of our entire lives. That's what present means. <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you touched on something is, uh, you know, it reminds me of something else. What else, you know, what was one thing you stepped out of this year? Mm. And, you know, I, I think a big piece, at least for me, was stepping out of just doing the automatic thing every day, right? Mm. It's one thing to have rituals and habits and routines, but it's another just to step out of the automatic, right? Like just do mm. things up throughout the, the day. Like, you know, something as simple as, you know, taking a different path to work, right? Like, yes. just, you know, just kind of mixing it up and, you know, going the unconventional thought because it helps create new, new narrow pathways in your brain when you do things differently. So maybe one day you don't have coffee in the morning. It's not the first thing that you have. Maybe you have it later in the afternoon and you have a cup of water instead. Like, you know, when I think about this year, I think about how many times we've shifted our routines, right? We've shifted, you know, even our nutrition systems. Like, what has that meant for us and our bodies? And it's like, okay, so we're stepping out of the automatic because we're mm. in control, right? It's not the automatic that's in control. These these other habits that we've created, and we're stepping into habits that really empower us. So, yeah, no, that's been incredibly powerful for me, at least. <laughs> As I'm thinking through this, I feel like we're doing reflection. Like this whole thing is a giant reflection process. It's so cool. It totally is. And yeah. and that's the beauty of it is that, you know, we'll, we'll give you the actions to take. We'll give you the questions. But letting it percolate is really going to let the answers come in their natural state and not force any of the answers. Because when we force the answers, we're that's really our in, internal dialogue saying, you know, you're not good enough. You have to find the answer. Mm -hmm. You should know this already. And all of that, if that's if that's what you're hearing in your head, just, just let that settle. Go do a meditation. Go do some breathing exercises and you know, decide what are the activities that you know are going to be good for you in 2024 mm -hmm. that you want to infuse into your daily rituals and activities. And you know that, especially as we go into the new year, that is so important. But changing it up, John, I love using Waze because Waze you know, when I'm driving, will take me ways that I've never even known existed. And the other day it took me some weird way in, in my, right up at the cottage. And I was like, where am I going? And I, I, I resisted it. I was like, no, I have mm -hmm. to turn left. And then I was like, no, just see where it's going to go. You're not going to get lost. You'll be fine. And I was like, now I took that way yesterday all by myself. So it's like, sometimes, you know, you have to find a new way in order to be a new way. And yeah. so just be open to it. And, and, you know, that obviously following a GPS in a car is a metaphor for your life is, you know, are you always doing the same thing? And if you are and you're fussed about the results, well, guess what? You're going to get the same results if you do the same thing. So that's yeah. why it's so important that we reflect on what we've learned for 2023 so that we can add things that we want to change for 2024, but also keep all the good stuff. We want to keep the good bits, right? Yeah, no, I love that. And, you know, what I love about, you know, setting that routine, that that destination, right, of where you want to go, that result, that outcome, is even when you're off track, it puts you back on track. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And that's what I love about Google and Waves. So anyways, I uh, just wanted to step in and say, you know, for Moyes, one of his, uh, you know, highlights of the year was snorkeling in a deep ocean with his kids. I think that's so cool. Just spending time with that. And congratulations. Listen, introducing your kids to snorkeling. I wish mine would come and snorkel with me, but <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. So good. So good. Well, and and, and that, Moyes is a good example of, a moment when you're a hundred percent present mm-hmm. when you're snorkeling for safety reasons you need to be present but oh, you're yeah. present and in another another world another world like when you snorkel you're seeing the underbelly of the ocean and you're like wow this is a whole nother world that exists and thank god it does because it keeps us alive and so you know notice that the moments where you're most present are also the moments when you're growing when you're helping others, when you, gratitude is living and your internal dialogue is, is just quiet and your heart mm. is, is loud. So that is, you know, the, the observation that I want everyone to have. And I think the call to action is when are you most present? When mm. are the moments that you were most present in 2023? And that will give you an indication of what brings you joy, what helps help you grow, what makes you feel the most powerful version of you. And that's part of the journaling exercise. And then of course, the other call to action is sign up for our goal setting (laughs) seminar webinar on Thursday. We wanna have as many of you join us because we know when we build a community around goal setting, no one is left behind. And we want you all to be successful in 2024 with us and beside us. Yeah, listen, I'm I'm totally with you and you know, as I actually, you know, as we've been working and putting this workshop together, it's it's really around how do we get there faster, right? Like, how do we, you know, it's one thing to create, you know, and I see it every year and actually I, I've been one of those people, right? I'm going to set this resolution and I'm going to do something really great next year. And I go flat by like mid-January and it always, you know, it's, it's a typical process and routine all you gotta do is look at the gyms right they're packed you know the first two weeks of january and then by february there's like lots of room <laughs> so you know the goal or, or the key to all of this and, and this is what we're going to be covering through our workshop is how do you continue that momentum how do you make sure that within the first 90 days you get yourself to where you want to be mm. right and, and the one thing you know you and i have both i think we rediscovered it this year you know, when it comes to like setting these big, crazy, audacious goals, whether it's climbing or, or you know, horseback riding in Mongolia or climbing mountains in Ireland or doing Ironman, whatever that is, you know, we know that whatever we want has to be bigger than what we can think of right now. Oh, yes. Ooh, oh, yes. Yeah. Right. Because I, I think about what continues to drive, what continues to motivate you. And I know for both of us, just sharing it publicly it kept us accountable the whole way, right? Like, <laughs> and you know, even just reflecting back and thinking, you know, you know, there's moments where it's like, I don't think I can do this, and it doesn't matter whether or not you can think you can do this. This is why community is so important, right? This is why having accountability partners around you is so important. People who want you to see and reach those new heights is so important is because they will continue to cheer you on. And that's the one thing I found, especially this year, has been like, you know, people I don't even know, right? Coming in and saying, we're here, we got you, we support you, go, go, go. And it's like, 
how can I not, right? Like, how can I not continue to move forward? And when you surround yourself with people going after big goals, guess what? You're going to be impacted and influenced to go for your big goals too. Even though it scares you, you're going to say yes. And that's the exciting part. So John, we're at time just like that. Boom. So the call to action, make sure that you're (laughs) signing up for the workshop. We'll put the link below and uh, we'll see you all on Thursday. But I mean, we'll see you on Wednesday for our our next LinkedIn. But Thursday is a pretty uh, important date. So get that on your calendars 1 p.m. Eastern. Yes, absolutely. Well, thank you. And thank you for listening into this episode of the Say Yes Movement podcast. Wishing you all a great one. And remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. Take care, everybody.